Hello, hello. We are at it again. Um, I don't even know how to start this topic. I really don't. It's such a good topic. So I'm going to go off my personal experiences and kind of get into it. Um, gatekeeping, I guess would be the best way to say it. Being a gatekeeper of information that you have. For me, I was never a gatekeeper. I never was a confidentiality. What I have is, you know, what, what nobody else needs to know it. I always shared. Now, going into my senior year of high school, I only weighed 117 pounds. I was 5'6". Somewhere through my senior year, I gained 10 more pounds. I think I was a buck 30 something when I got out of my senior year. But it's nonetheless, I was a tiny individual. There was nothing, there was nothing broad and strong about me. I was a skinny little kid. So for me, I never had any real cool trade secrets to give, but I always wanted to learn from everybody. So for me, I'm like, hey, I just learned this. What, do you, what did you learn? What do you know? And I was always trying to share the intellectual notebook of life with anybody that would listen. Because I was hoping that I could add to it because God, you know, didn't make me from the deep end of the gene pool. You know, it was definitely the shallow end over here. And so I always shared. And then when I got older, I would share and people start going, whoa, you, you knew that? You knew this? And I started to laugh going, well, yeah, I, I, I learned that. And as I kept sharing as I got older, less and less people confirmed what I knew. And then there was a tiny little sliver of my closer friends that I would share with. And then they would kind of, you know, rag on me and, and verbally beat me up a little bit to make it themselves feel better. And I was like, oh, that's weird. I'm just trying to share or be helpful. And then I would, you know, back off and stop sharing. And after a while, I kind of learned that the people that didn't want to share kind of had a negative notation in life. They were a little on the negative side. And they're a little on the cranky side and they kept what information they had. Like it was their trade secret. Like that was their, their stamp on life was this little trade secret. And I'm here to tell you, whatever you have for a trade secret, it's not, I'm just going to be honest with you. It's not a trade secret. It's just what you learn at this time in your life. And it may, and it resonated with you and it added some value to you on how you carry yourself, but it's not a trade secret. And for the people that, hold that in and the people that fight it and push it away, you're not doing yourself any favors. And this is, I guess, the real topic, the real, the, the, the heart of this podcast I want to talk about is for the people that are not sharing, you're not growing. You're really truly in your heart, not growing. You, you found this little bit of tidbit of information. I'm praying you found it in a book because I'm going to have to make the assumption that you really didn't get it from somebody else and talking. And you read it in a book and it resonated with you. And you said, cool, this is my plot on life here. This is the way I'm going to go. And that was it. I don't understand it. And I really see it. I, I see the, the black and the white, one side versus one side in my, in my industry, in the signage industry of people that want to share everything. And those are the very successful business owners. I will say that time and time again, the successful business owners are the ones that share with their team, with the people that are constantly coaching and mentoring them to make that whole company grow and get better. And then the owners that do not want to share anything with everybody. They think everybody can't handle it. Uh, dare I say, they think they're beneath them. Um, they just want to keep everything very confidential and say, I don't want to share this with you. And I see that in the companies that take on the software and I see a year down the road, I say, how much did you grow? And they say, oh, I modestly grew 5% or 3%. And I see the companies that are teaching and learning and exposing and every, every single time the president is giving some great 
uh, knowledge of what he learned last week to all of his team members. And I go, how much did you grow the software? And they go, 20, 25%. We're, we're busting the seams. I can't believe this. this is amazing. And I look at that and I just know, yes, the software is helping, but it's not the software. Give me a break. It is the people that are running the software. It is the people that want to learn and want to push. So let's dive down a little bit deeper to the people that keep it quiet. And I'm talking specifically to you, the people that are sharers and want to talk to other people. Bravo. I love you. You guys are all stars. I feel like I'm preaching the choir here. Um, this, you guys are rock, rock stars. My only thing to say to you guys is that are sharers and, and help other people out all the time. If you run into somebody that's negative, don't become a jaded individual. Just know that they weren't receptive at that point in time in their lives. And that's okay. They might be receptive tomorrow or a month or a year down the road. Don't take it personal. And please, for the love of God, don't change, you know, staying positive and sharing and anybody, anything that you learn, you share with somebody else, um, please keep that momentum going. I, I truly think that's how we evolve as a society. You know, we have our phones here, you know, and we get on social media and sometimes we get on social media and also we, we listen to somebody and they teach us something or there's a new way on how to cook or the next flip of your thumb. You see somebody that designed their house a little bit better. We are constantly learning on the social media. You know, a lot of the things where I don't see that much, except for the really experienced individuals, a lot of people don't read anymore. You know, and that's sad because there's a lot of knowledge in books still that what you read and what you can apply. And the nice part about a book is, is you might have 10 aha moments in a book. You don't have to read it cover to cover before you apply the knowledge. You can read one or two, put the bookmark in there and put the book down for a month. And then once you're done applying all that information, pick it up and read it again. That's the cool part about a book. I have books that I'm still not done reading that I've started four years ago. I have other books that I've burned and turned inside of a month and they're done and I've moved on with them. But the ones that have a wealth of knowledge, I'll actually put it down for a little bit and apply everything that I learned, share it with people and talk about it. You know, sharing with people too, I will say this, most people do not get into real deep debates unless they're close with their friends. For fear of offending, one. Two, getting what their viewpoint is knocked around and beat up because that always hurts. It hurts the ego. It hurts the pride. And so I find that when I get in these conversations, it's usually with my very close friends. And when I try and get in-depth conversations with just acquaintances, they shy away. Like, whoa, what are you doing? I don't know you. No, 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 no thank you. No, thank you. And they, and they walk away. And so I find myself getting into great in-depth conversations with other business owners that are open books. I've only met you for five minutes. You already know the value of learning to some, learning from somebody and listening. And same here. And so I can get into really deep philosophical questions. How do you greet your team when they walk in in the morning? When do you uh, reprimand and how do you do it? When do you give accolades and how and when do you do it? When do you teach? When's the best time to teach? Is it Monday morning? Is it Friday afternoon? Maybe it's Tuesday in the afternoon after they got some stuff done from the weekend and now they're ready to learn. You know, all those different ways to attack the same problem. Man, I, I could sit there for days, days and days, just listen and absorb all this information. I'm a sponge. It's, it's amazing. And then we have the people that don't share. I don't believe there's any bad people on this planet. I really don't. I just think there's jaded people. And I think they took a scenario and took that information 
and did a broad paint brush stroke all the way across life and said, this is how it's going to be for the rest of time and became a very jaded individual. And I'm here to tell you that if that's you, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for whatever happened to you. I'm sorry for whatever made you think that way and not go back to being a positive, happy, uh, you know, sharing person. I'm sorry. And I'm also want to say, it's not that bad. It's not as bad as you think it is. And if you go back to being a positive person that shares a lot, you're going to find that more doors are going to open for you. In this last past year, I have gotten the, the privilege of investing in two different uh, apartment complexes over the last 365 days. I've gotten into two of them only because I said yes. And I had a conversation with somebody and they introduced me to somebody. And that person says, by the way, I'm putting the structure in this LLC deal together. Do you want to be a part of it? If I hadn't talked to them and just introduced myself and started asking, you know, pointing questions in a nice way, you know, not digging to find dirt so I can make fun of them, but, you know, in a positive way, all these doors open up for me. And I truly believe that the more that you share and the more that you tell people what's going on in your life, they're going to A, relate with you. B, they're going to want to be around you because you're a safe person. You know, I, I this whole safe thing of have a safe place and all that, that's, I think it's a bunch of malarkey. I think it's crazy. But at the same time, there is a way to make a person feel safe. And that's far different from all the liberal agenda and all that stuff. That being able to just say you're a safe person. When somebody says, hey, I'm hurting. And I go, suck it up. That's not a safe environment. But if somebody comes over to me and goes, hey, I'm hurting. I'm like, oh, what's, what's going on? A physical pain or emotional? Like, no, I'm just down in the dumps for whatever reason. All right, tell me what's going on. And I'll just be a shoulder to listen to. That's creating a safe environment where the person feels okay to share. I think that uh, we all should learn a little bit more on that. I know I could always grow and evolve from that. But being there is just going to help. You know, it's I had a com- I had this conversation which sparked this podcast last night with another person, a friend of mine, a dear friend. I hold I hold his words very valuable to me. And he says, "Here's here's a kicker to this one, Aaron." He goes, you know, the people that don't share, he goes, I have a friend that's called, they call them black holes. He goes, you give them information and they go, okay, thank you. And they write it down. And whether they use or not, no one really knows. And they never give any feedback. And they're just a black hole. And for the most part, they're very toxic people. And he goes, but riddle me this. Why is it that the most successful salespeople are usually the black holes in the company? And I started, I, 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 it took me a while to answer this question, pause, because what he said is exactly what I found in my industry as well. The most successful people that I've rubbed shoulders with day in and day out, whether I worked with them in the same company or I kept running in them as a competitor, were the same thing. They were black holes. They would take a bunch of information in, they wouldn't share with anybody, and they were just a black holes in the environment, but they were successful salespeople. I think that's where the used car salesman came into play. Where you get that sleazy feeling of used car salesman, where they want to be your best friend within a moment's notice. As soon as you sign on the dotted line, you never hear from them again. That, that, ugh, you know, that, that part of it. Why, why is that part of it sales also the same person that has the black hole and the toxic person? For some odd reason, that, that combines. And I will truly, I will answer it because I used to be in the sales world and I was very cognizant of this. And I tried my best not to be that person. It's probably why I became so successful in sales. Whenever I saw that a a correlation can be met within the first 30 seconds of meeting somebody, I didn't say it. 
I let it go. You know, if I walk into their office and their kids are playing softball, my kids play baseball. I don't make that correlation. I look at, I look at their picture and say, you know, what, uh, what league are they in? I'm like, oh, they're in minors. They're in T-caps. I go, very nice. And if they say, do you have kids? Do they play? They made the correlation, not me. But if I just brought up, you know, small talk and they just answered it and moved on with it, I let that sit. Just let it be. It wasn't worth it. It wasn't valuable to him. So therefore, it doesn't even be valuable to me. That's not part of the transaction. We're just making small talk to get to know each other. I guess just trying to be honest and open and make the correlation without having that sleazy factor there is probably the reason why I didn't get that, you know, the, the black hole, the toxic trait. But for the sales team, I truly think that they think that they're replaceable. And salespeople are not replaceable. I'm going to tell you that one right now. They are the conduit between the company and the customer. They're, they're, they're the what connects it. You can't, if you sever that connection, the company's going to die and the client's going to die. Neither one of them are going to find each other to do business together. You need to have a sales team. You're never going to get rid of sales reps. I don't care how hard you try. It's never going to happen in this lifetime based on our society. It's not. But for the sales team and for the salespeople that, you know, you know who you are, who are listening to this, you do need to share a little bit. You need to open up and share and just have some faith that you're not going to get replaced because you shared some secret somewhere. Just because you shared a secret of what you think is, is the secret sauce that you do well doesn't mean you're going to get replaced. You know, it happens with my metal guys too. I had a metal guy one time that I said, hey, I might have a rookie coming underneath you. They're going to shadow you for the Vegas. Nope, they don't shadow me. And, I, and he caught me by surprise. I went, what? Excuse me? Well, why not? And he goes, I don't share my secrets because then they're going to replace me. Well, sadly, that metal guy didn't get to know me um, or didn't bother to try and know me because that's not how I work. The more information you have, the more valuable you are to my organization. I would never get rid of somebody that has all the information because they're very valuable. Um, so I had to tell him that it's going to be okay. He still didn't do it. And then he got passed up for promotion twice. And he asked why. And I said, because you don't share. You're a black hole. I can't help you. You're the, you're the ultimate gatekeeper. And he goes, well, how do I change? I said, what you do every day, just share with somebody younger so they have a chance to feed their family. That's all I'm, I'm all asking. I'm not asking you to teach them, you know, how to buy your house from you and take your car from you. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying teach them how to feed their family and you'll be good. You guys have hold up the biblical saying. Uh, catch a fish, you feed a man for a day, teach him how to fish, you feed him for a lifetime. That's all part of the sharing. That's what we're talking about here. Just being that positive, open book. You know, you guys can ask me any question on the YouTube channel. I'll, I'll answer it. I, I'm very much an open book. I don't have any secrets. I don't, I don't see the value in keeping secrets from people because then they can't grow. But if, especially if you're an owner. Good Lord, if you're an owner, you got to be teaching because that's your job. That's literally your job as president of a company is to teach and relay information and help them grow and help them foster and help them set up and help them move on. And that, 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 that is all the things that you, your job description is, you know, um, I know I'm going off on a tangent here, but I'm just, I'm picturing this one business owner in my head and I, I won't say the name here, but he just would not share any information. And uh, we've been watching his company shrink year after year after year. And I call him once a year and I ask him, I said, great time to change. He goes, nope, no way, won't do it. And he's got a plethora of dumb ideas on why he's not going to share. And I just watched him shrink. And I just, God, if he had just taken the advice of sharing, 
if he had just taken that advice, his company would grow and he'd be a lot better off. I hate to say it, but I'm sure that guy's a stress case. His company keeps shrinking. I'm sure he's seen the light at the end of the tunnel starting to get a little dimmer and a little dimmer. I'm sure he's nervous. That's stressful energy. Doesn't need to be in here anymore. That's rough. But, um, you know, I, I do think that uh, there's a place to share and a place to be positive and a place to teach the next generation coming up or the same generation, your peers. I think it just adds a lot, man. Adds a lot to our society as we evolve. Um, I know that my social media has gotten a little bit slower on me looking at it because my time in the day is slower, but in the wee hours of the night, I'm starting to pick up a book more and more. And that's where I get my education from. And I'll tell you right now, there's about six or seven people in my company that I'm going to tell them what I read every single morning when I walk in and we're going to have a quick little conversation about it. And I'm going to teach them because I truly believe that's what's going to breed the best. Curious to see what you guys do. Love to hear your feedback on this. What is it that you guys do that makes your company grow in the way of learning and teaching? Um, um, post comments on YouTube. And we'll go from there. Thanks, guys.